1: Some 1,000 bus stops, depending on your preferred language, they're not disappearing or certainly not being of use to people uh, after a period of consultation from the state government, uh, has raised real questions about whether the efficiency measures are actually of of benefit to people that rely on public transport. Peter Malanaskis is clearly of the view that this is over the top. This is a savings measure. This is a savings measure that's being dressed up as an efficiency measure. He's on the bus this morning, in fact. Peter Malinowskis, good morning to you.
0: Good morning, Will. Good morning, Dave.
1: So where are you? And uh, what's the what's the line you're on?
0: I'm on the uh, 228 service, gents, which we caught this morning from stop 65 on Yorktown Road, which is not surprising, one of those stops that is going. But it's, it's really interesting. The 228 has been something that a lot of people from the community have been in touch with us about, you know, our local MPs various offices, because this is somewhat of an institution that has been serving the northern suburbs for literally decades. And it's one of the routes that's being abolished completely. And just some context for your listeners, this is a bus that goes from Smithfield Plains uh, through Elizabeth Downs, services to communities like Hillbank, Elizabeth East, uh, and goes direct into town. Well, it's being abolished. And uh, just chatting to a few of the people on the bus this morning already, uh, look, I don't, I don't find anyone here that thinks this is a good idea whatsoever.
2: We have had some text though, Peter Malinowskis, from people saying that they live in sort of Golden Grove and around that neck of the woods saying that some of the stops are so close that you could almost have a conversation with the person standing at the next one and that the impact of this in their view is overstated.
0: Well, Gents, the, the thing is, they're moving 1,000 stops from the network, but it's not just the stops they're removing, it's routes and services all together, like the one I'm on now. For instance, I just chatted to Kirsten, who I introduced myself to, and... She works at Blackfriars School. She catches this service into town and then gets another service to get to her school. She's now going from having to catch two services to four to be able to get to her place of work. Um, she spontaneously raised this story with me just now. She says it's going to be four buses on the, to get to work and three buses to get to home, whereas currently it's two. And I said, what does this mean for you? She says it means I'll drive. Mm. And that means more congestion on our roads. So it's not just the stop for the going day. It's whole routes. Hmm. I mean, people who use this service, um, the government will say, oh, rather than um, going from Yorktown Road on a direct service into town, if they want to get direct to town, they can go to the train station. And that's true, but I measured it. It's 2.2 kilometres from the stop that I was at this morning to the train station. Now, that is a long way for someone who's another 400 metres away on the other side of the road. So The idea that people are going to walk three kilometres to catch a train or alternatively lose their service, they have to go to Morrison Lakes and change get into town and change on the tram, is patently absurd and will result in patronage going down. And this is the whole issue, Jen. This is not about driving patronage. It's about saving money.
1: The the, the state government's modelling of of what will change on the the 228 route says that, in fact, your commute will be shorter. It'll be replaced by the new 405. It'll save five minutes by connecting at Mawson Lakes at the train station there. And the 421 will connect at Elizabeth train station, will save up to 11 minutes. So is the 228 actually a good example of of what people are going to be losing?
0: Well, well, it is because I'm talking to the people who use the bus every single day and they're telling me they're livid about it. Um, I mean, these are people that have actually taken the time to navigate the government's website, which is a pretty convoluted exercise in its own right. And like I said, Kirsty's conclusion is she's going from two buses to four. And that's not going to save anyone any time. That's going to make it a whole lot more inconvenient for her and a lot of other people who rely on this service. And the other, instance, the other um, key issue here, Jeff, of course, is that not everyone um, going direct into town. Some other people are actually going to different locations of work. I just spoke to Josh, who works at Datacom, and literally just got off the bus. He's not interested in getting to town. He's interested in getting to his place of work. The whole nature of public transport is supposed to be a comprehensive exercise for people to move around a metropolitan city uh, and rely on a public service that's operating for the interest of people, rather than profit. And the, all of this halfback, back to Stephen Marshall's decision to cut $46 million from public transport, privatise the train and tram network, um, all decisions that were taken a long time ago. And it flies in the face of what every other major metropolitan city around the world is doing, which is investing in public transport. And it's not just a, a party political issue. But in the UK, where we've got a conservative governor at the moment, they're taking, the tra- they're taking train systems away from private control and bring him back into public hands. Um, Stephen Marshall hasn't got the memo because he's doing the opposite, and it's going to affect real people, like the ones that I'm on the bus with this
2: morning. Peter, before we let you go, um, there was a story last night about graffiti attacks on the Boer War Memorial on North Terrace and also uh, on Colonel Light's statue at Montefiore Hill. The Light statue has been graffitied again overnight. I remember a year ago you were quite fired up about the... Uh, the desecration of the Kintore Avenue War Memorial. Can I just get a quick thought from you about these attacks on these two statues?
0: Look, I do not support uh, attacks on, on statues that are ill-thought through um, and I don't think serve any particular legitimate cause any good. I mean, I think there is a legitimate discussion to be had in our society about um, those people who are systematically disadvantaged being able to get access to opportunity... But I don't see how desecrating Colonel Light's statue achieves that. Um, I think what that does is actually fuel the, a, a polarisation of a debate rather than a, than a thoughtful conversation that's, that's sincere about driving outcomes rather than just trying to uh, drum up, uh, uh, um, I guess, a degree of, like I said, polarisation in what is a complex issue.
2: Hmm. Peter Malamaskis, Opposition Leader, on board
1: the 228 from Mono Thank you for joining us this morning.
0: Thanks, James.
1: 24 minutes after 7, we've got Stephen Rowe coming up in a moment. Check the weather app. Activate my base shield. Order a pizza. And save a galaxy on the brink of war as forces vie for control of the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. Download Star Trek Fleet Command today. Join millions of players and forge alliances. Defeat your enemies and build an epic fleet to dominate the galaxy. Download Star Trek Fleet Command free on the App Store or Google
0: Play. Star Trek Fleet Command. You have the con.